Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the PodQuest. PodQuest. Broadcasting from all around Vol Nation. Where we talk about Vols football, basketballs, recruiting, and exclusive interviews with those closest to the program. Now, you're about to experience the PodQuest. Good evening again, everybody who's listening to the PodQuest out there. Thank you for tuning in. This is Georgia Tech Vol. And we were just kind of joking around a little bit, uh, some of the casters and I, about this maybe possibly quite be, eh, blah, blah, I can't even talk tonight, but this might just very well be the show about nothing and also everything all in and of itself. It's the PodQuest 331 edition. We are we The Tennessee Vols have been kicked out of the Sweet 16, no longer in the NCAA tournament. We'll talk a little bit about that. We've got some spring football coming up. Um, I will almost, I'm, we're still broadcasting here from Atlanta. I will actually be in Panama City Beach coming up here in the next couple of days. So that's exciting. I'll be down uh, visiting uh, some family and getting into the, the sun and the sand and the water a little bit, maybe having an adult beverage or two. But again, thank you so much for listening. Again, this is George Tech Fall, and I'm here with Priest Fall and Bleed Orange 23. We got a couple of folks that just could not make it on. They were so uh, discouraged from the the loss to Purdue. I was discouraged. I was actually going to cancel the podcast tonight until Duke lost, and we'll maybe talk about that a little bit. I am officially, officially over the Purdue loss, but we're still going to talk about it tonight. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you for listening. I'm going to introduce real quickly Priest Fall. How are you tonight? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm I'm wonderful. I just got these new tangerine uh, Lacroix, uh, Lacroix <laughs> um, uh, fizzy drinks. You know those fizzy waters. Yeah, it's pretty I, good. I mixed it with vodka. It helps. That that does help. Um, that helped me get through a couple of the Tennessee games this year. But um, I haven't had this flavor before, and it's actually pretty good. My wife surprised me. This is what happens when you're married. Your wife surprises you with things like um, fizzy waters that are flavored. So um, I got a nice Lacroix, so shout out to the wifey. But uh, you sound very refreshed tonight. I am. I, I have all all the energy. No, the little one is actually starting to sleep through the night thanks good. to some some help. So it was good. Um, I actually have energy. It's going to be an interesting week. I'm, I might actually get some work done this week and not feel like I'm in a haze. But I will say I'm going to be upset, though, if you do not bring me an airbrush T-shirt back of the PodQuest logo for oh, everyone. That's such a good idea. When you're going to Panama City. That is, I'm just going to throw we, that out there. Do we have to do tanks, though? Tank tops? It has to be bro tanks, right? Okay. All right. I'm going to get us all bro tank tops that say the PodQuest on them. And, I was thinking uh, more in lines, in lines of a tattoo. Well, we'd have to be there, but you know, if I would, what do you want? And you talked without me introducing you, Dad. By the way, that's in Radio One Hundred and One. You don't inter, you don't introduce yourself. You got to be introduced by somebody. I just spoke up. I didn't introduce myself. I well, could have been any. People know your voice, um, but uh, no, we're gonna. I think that's actually a really a good idea to do the. Or who was that stranger who spoke up here recently? I don't think that was Bleed Orange. Oh, here we go. We're definitely <laughs> starting this, this thing off. This is going to be fun. Well. This is going to be a good show tonight. Um, it seems like Bleed Orange Twenty Three um, has really already gotten into his Metamucil bombs tonight. I don't know if you've switched that up with maybe martinis or something. 
Well, I don't know, son. I'm just having a good time here and looking forward to joining the podcast. Well, I that's see that's such a soothing. Where was that voice when we were biting our nails off watching these past couple games? We needed that calming. I feel like I was the only. We had the group text going. I was the only calm freaking person in the group text, by the way, which was really disturbing because I'm usually the one who can't even watch the the channel sometimes. But um, anyway, I do want to say really quickly. Uh, before I do introduce you, Bleed Orange, I do want to say I am not, I'm officially not a Welcher anymore. I owed Priestfall $40 <laughs> from our Nashville trip, and I finally paid him back. I know it was a number of weeks later, which is terrible on my end, but I finally paid him back. So I'm not like BD Feathers or BD Jr. or whatever his name is. Um, and I'm not a Welcher, so that's exciting. And you didn't get charged interest. And I didn't get charged interest. I felt it coming. So, um, Instead of joining this pod quest with shame, and I probably couldn't even get through the show, but um, I'm glad. Oh no, I definitely would have brought it up. Yes, if you hadn't have paid me by tonight. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was definitely the time the time had come. So uh, I'm glad I'm glad the check cleared. So thank you for that. And bleed orange twenty three. Do you want to say hello to everybody? Hello to everybody. Um, yeah, it's good to be here and hang out with the guys. And really, you know, we were just enjoying the three of us having a chat here before we started and uh, decide, well, okay, what the heck, let's go ahead and do a show tonight. So here we are, <laughs> you know, here we are and we feel great. There's some clarity in the room. We're still excited. I always say that we're excited. That's like the first word that I say every time I intro the show. And I thought maybe bleed orange was going to be the host tonight. But he yeah, we're just so excited to have you guys here tonight. We're going to have an amazing show tonight with us. We've got Georgia Tech Vol and Priest Vol. We're just, just you guys are going to be so much fun. We're going to have some laughs. This is going to be a great time together tonight. Thank you so much for joining. How was that? That's good, but then you have to keep <laughs> talking. Spot on. That's pretty good though. <laughs> I'm try. I try to keep the uh, energy. Okay, I try to keep the excitement. See. It's hard to be the host here, Bleed Orange, all the time. And think of the ideas. You know, this is the, the top three most downloaded podcasts in East Tennessee. Okay, I've seen it. I've seen the numbers. I get all the numbers in. So, you know, we've got a big, you know, we've got a lot, a big show here. We got some time we've got to fill. So I try, I try to make some fun ideas for everybody. All right. Well, so, as I've always told you, sometimes the tree doesn't fall far from the apple. Well, that's that sounds like it's off, but I'm going to give you a pass for a oh, bad okay. joke. I did a bad joke really quickly, um, not to be too off topic, but this one kind of came to my head. Uh, we were over at Firebirds. I don't know if you all have ever been to Firebirds before, but it's one of our favorite restaurants that we eat out here in Alpharetta. Um, and I get these Danish um, baby back ribs that are fall off the bone. And everybody says fall off the bone, but these are really fall off the bone. And these Danish ribs, it's a very specific type of rib. And it tastes different than kind of your regular baby back rib that you get. But anyway, my joke is I eat the entire plate. And then when they come to pick it up, I say, no, take it back. I didn't really like it. Can you bring me a new one for free? And um, my wife asked me it worked. It never works, but she hates it. And she always looks at me like, what are you freaking doing? Because I say it every single time at Firebirds. I don't say it anywhere else. I say it at Firebirds when I eat the same meal. And I tell them how terrible it is. And I think it's like super funny every time and witty, but it's not. So anyway, I want to thank my father for giving me the humor that I have. Um, so <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, because literally nobody can understand the humor that I have. 
<laughs> are we going to start a dad joke weekly since we're all dads on here? We should just everyone bring a dad joke once a week. I I think it's perfect. We I'm going to and actually I'm thinking about doing when we do some different segments here having little uh little sound intros for each one so we can do like a dad 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 joke. You know, stuff like that. So I'm going to hire the DJ to give us some sick little segment intros, but I think that's perfect. Um, I don't have any other dad jokes. I don't know if you have any priest. Oh gosh. What do, what do you mean? You don't have any dad jokes. You poke fun at me all the time, son. Well, I don't have to create the dad jokes. They're already there by just the things that you do sometimes, dad. So it's, <laughs> it's just I feel, there. I feel like I'm like now part of the Georgia tech bleed orange family you by are. being here with you guys during this family conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we'd like to welcome priest fall to the pod quest. tonight. <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining. Um, when did he get on here? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, shout out as well to Powell Vols. PTC, I don't know where the heck he is, but he's not joining tonight. I think maybe Duke Silver is going to join us at some point here, and it's going to make it just feel live and wacky like this show is because this show's in your face. It's fun. It's raw. It's edgy. And it's about nothing because it's the podcast. And sometimes Ooh. we talk about Tennessee basketball. <laughs> or, Ooh. yes. You said raw and edgy. Yes. Can we talk about Holly getting fired? Let's do it. That should be oh. that should lead off. That should be the breaking news. <laughs> she I got fired. I, okay. Holly's so I enjoyed that conversation. Yeah. Uh, now. <laughs> well, I do, I do want to say that um, Holly really did a – Great job recruiting, and she just so they you know, come wanting to learn and get better and just play the game. And they didn't, and they didn't, Holly. And and so is she? Is she still on the hook for like a whole nother year salary from Tennessee? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so they're going to pay her six fifty to sit around and go to all the local bars, reeking of whiskey and and hitting all the women and saying, "Do you know who I am?" Uh, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be more like, right? yeah, yeah, oh. more, more than like seven hundred because this year's not over yet. Gosh, how many how many of those shirts can you buy for seven hundred thousand dollars? I want you can't buy a stylist, or maybe she does have a stylist. Well, you know, I mean. The shirts really just they not do they not throw you off? They throw me off so much every time I see them that I don't even care that I don't care that she just squats sniffing her finger all game and not coaching anybody. I don't care about that. <laughs> that you know well some we got a text and she it was her it was Holly just kind of squatted down and just sniffing her finger the whole time and yeah. she's not even doing anything. You know, she's not coaching. She's you know what is she sniffing? What is she doing? Are we going to do a whole show about what's on that finger? That <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, that could really go downhill rather quickly. Um, I think it already has. Well, <laughs> this family conversation is not something I was prepared for. <laughs> well, you, you asked to join the family, so this is, you know, you get a pretty good glimpse of how it goes. <laughs> Thank you for saying our last name as well. I appreciate that. That's perfect. That's okay. Why don't you put our address on here as well? <laughs> gosh as if they are, don't know enough of me already with my face as a gif and all that other crap me freaking uh what is that periscoping myself as i drove around town but that's good i'm glad glad we could throw in my last name i'll have to 
edit that out um, at the 1615 <laughs> mark here. But uh, anyway, so let's talk a little bit about um, the end of the season for Tennessee. You know, 31 wins, I think it's a heck of a season. Um, I kind of, in my mind, I kind of, and I'll ask you first, Priest, so I'm going to go on a little diatribe here and then I'll throw it to you. But I kind of, I feel like you were in the same boat as I was as far as expectations. Like I could come to you because we didn't have the orange colored, you know, glasses on the whole time. And I feel like our expectations were kind of elite eight and anything else is, you know, really icing on the cake. But, um, you know, you kind of see those first couple games in the, in the tournament and then the Purdue game. And it was like, gosh, they could have maybe even lost in the first couple rounds. And then they actually could have beaten Purdue and they probably would have had a really good chance against Virginia and been in the final four. And then who knows from there, but again, they would have to play freaking Auburn, which would, would be potentially an automatic loss. I don't know. Um, and I'm going to get some heat for that one saying automatic loss against Auburn, but I'm not a Pearlite. So there's a bunch of Pearlites. That's a whole nother conversation, but Priest, what do you think as far as kind of how this season, um, finished up? Do you think it was a success? Do you think it was a failure because there weren't any championships? How do you think the team, how do you think they'll be remembered as a team? Since we're talking about dad, I'm going to give like the most dad answer. I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. Um, you know, I, we, we've talked about this on here on yeah. text in person. Yeah. You know, this team is very well coached no matter what half the board says. Um, if it doesn't go to show that they may lose their entire assistant coaching staff, then you're not paying attention to how good the staff really is um, from a recruiting yeah, from a recruiting and coaching standpoint, that's probably a, a conversation to have whenever, if they, if any of them do take another job. Um, but, you know, I think going into the season was a lot of fun. And, and I told you this over text that, yeah, you know, I, it was a fun ride. It was great to grab that number one um, ranking. It was cool to see them win what they went 21 straight, maybe 18, 19 straight. Yeah, at least 19 mm-hmm. or 20, I think. Yeah. It was a fun run because, you know, it's being a Tennessee fan of any sports tough. So I may be numb to thinking that and knowing that, well, it was going to come to an end eventually and didn't really get caught up in the way Kentucky manhandled us in that game and went about their business. And now then watching them lose um, was quite enjoyable. But, um, you know, watching this team throughout the year for the way they played, um, going into the end of the year, I think left a bad taste in a lot of Tennessee fans' mouth just because they didn't cut any nets, they didn't get any banners, um, and it's considered to be one of the best teams to ever lace them up and wear orange and white. Right. So I think I think fans have a have the right to be upset that they didn't win the SEC either during the regular season um, or the tournament and then getting knocked out in the sweet 16. I had them in the elite eight. I actually had them in the final four because I had on orange tinted glasses when my my, made my bracket. Um, But from a talent standpoint, that's where I I knew that they could get to. Um, And then once they got in the elite eight, anything could happen after that. And I would have been thoroughly pleased with the, with the um, with the season, at least through the tournament, because in the tournament anything can happen. I mean, heck, you right. have a number five seed or or Auburn that is just shooting lights out and playing their best basketball they played all year. Yeah. Um. I mean, they knocked off, which I thought was probably the best team in the tournament, North Carolina, just from 
a team standpoint. Um, and then you have Michigan State beating Duke. You have Texas Tech beating Gonzaga. And then you have the only one seed left in Virginia who really – they probably had the easiest path to get there, and they got there. So good for good for them. Um, but, you know, I'll pass it to Bleed Orange, and he can he can weigh in, weigh in as well. But, you know, just fun season. Um, really fun to watch these these uh, young men play uh, from Admirable – Admiral and you Admirable, know, Kyle, I like it. Admirable, you know, even even Kyle Alexander. I mean, hats off to him. He he played in Tennessee Orange. We give him a lot of crap on here, and a lot of people give him a lot of crap. I don't think he'll play in the NBA. Right. But who who am I? I'm a, I'm a guy that sits in Nashville, Tennessee, and um, speaks my opinion. So you know, it is it is what it is. That I'm disappointed we didn't get any cool shiny rings or a nice banner to hang from the rafters, but. Um, fun team to watch. Um, excited to see a different team next year because I don't think they can play the same type of type of basketball they played this year. Going underneath because I don't believe Grant's going to come back. I, he's going to get a grade. He he he's not going to get any taller or longer arms in a year. Um, so I, if he gets a good grade, he, he should definitely go. But Dang, it's going to be fun to watch and see how this team to comes go. together. Well, I kind of got. I'm kind of in line with you. I. I uh, think that the team was some uh, as a group. So many of us fans really appreciated them. We've grown with this team and seen them continue to excel and, and to get better on the court. And they're, you know, from all accounts, they're outstanding off the court in both in terms of their academics and community involvement. And, you know, there's just an awful lot to like about this University of Tennessee basketball team. And, you know, there are a lot of people who will just say, oh, well, what was the season worth? Well, the, to me, the season was worth the exciting ride that we went on for what was it, five weeks at number one. And, you know, they accomplished some things as a team that we haven't seen in Tennessee basketball. And, you know, we can talk about them being talented, but, uh, you know, were they as talented as a lot of the teams that they were facing? Usually not. Uh, these guys made themselves into a, gr- a really great team and very uh, talented team because of their work ethic. And, you know, they're, they're articulate in interviews. They don't embarrass the university. Um, I, I, there's just so much to like there. And it's, it's unfortunate that they didn't uh, get to uh, hang the banner, as you were saying, priest, or get the shiny rings. Um, because, you know, we, I found myself as a Tennessee fan pulling for this team and these guys. Um, beyond just being a University of Tennessee fan, I really uh, appreciate Rick Barnes and his program and the things that he's done and the culture that they've built and look forward to that continuing in the future. And, you know, the fact of the matter is that I felt like they were at least an Elite Eight team, you know, potentially Final Four. Uh, I don't know, Priest, if it's orange-colored glasses. They, you know, this time of year, just things, crazy things can happen. And, you know, it's not like we got blown out. We, I mean, credit this team for their uh, strength and their character and coming back in that game uh, against Purdue and, and having a chance to win it there. And I think a lot of us felt like they should have won it. 
Uh, obviously, there was overtime yet to play, but it's it, it's just so fragile this time of year as to who makes it into the Final Four and wins a national championship because somebody's going to get hot. The three-point is out there. You know, we ran into a guy we talked about during the season when they're going on that winning streak and how the three-point line has changed college basketball so much. And you get a guy like Klein who just pops up one night and has a career night on you. It, we weren't playing bad defense. We, you know, their big star three-pointer, uh, Lamonte had shut that guy down. We did a lot of really good things in that game against Purdue. And, and uh, we just happened to catch another guy. It's like that little game with the heads pop up and you hit one and another one pops up. And uh, that's yeah, what by happened. The way, he had seven points the next game, which I said he was going to have. So Exactly. So he runs out yeah. of gas in the next game. But then the other guy, what did he go for, 40-something again? Yeah, he was up there. He, yeah, he's he went like off 42. again. Yeah, he's for like 42 points again. But, you know, these things just happen this time of year. Um, and I, I think we've got an awful lot to cheer about. And they gave us an awful lot of fun during the season. And I look forward to the possibility of uh, Barnes having established this culture. And it's a little less certain when you look into the future about who's going to be here or not be here next year. But uh, I, I'm looking for them to have another good year next year. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I think, I mean, if you as a Tennessee fan base, you have to look at this team and look at now. Am I am I disappointed that they lost in the Sweet Sixteen? Yes, I'm actually more disappointed they didn't win the SEC tournament. That that hurt more than them losing in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. But imagine imagine being a Carolina fan and getting beat by a team that shouldn't be on the same court as you. I mean, I would be if I was in that position, having that good of a team that recruited one and done players and had the, loaded with five stars. I would be more upset. Right. But I know that I realize this team had limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, very talented, very well like put together. That team helped overachieve and go up against teams that were loaded with five stars, just because they had the chemistry and they had the, they were a team. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I think I would. I think I would be much more devastated if Tennessee had three potential top ten lottery picks <laughs> like Duke did, right. and did not show up against a Michigan State team who is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not they're not world beaters, but it just you you have to take the tournament with a grain of salt. And if you're getting upset that they lost in this Week 16, cool. Yep, it sucks. It does. That's we you know. GT, I, when yeah. we text, we're like, yeah, man, this sucks. Like, yeah. it, it, that's just the way it is. But at the end of the day, if you really look at it and you take off your orange tinted glasses and, and you really look at it and, and appreciate, and I bleed orange, I think you said this the best, appreciate what the, this team specifically has done to set up Tennessee basketball for the future. You, you can't be that upset. And if you are that upset, then you have more problems than Tennessee basketball. So <laughs> Long ball, Larry. Long ball, Larry. I mean, no. you're either trolling because you're bored or you seriously need to step away from the edge. Right. Yeah. Because th- this team, you know, give it a year, Josiah James comes in, depending on how else the recruiting goes. Th- the talent that Barnes is going to bring in, say, let's just say, let's we, we can say whatever we want. Let's just say in two years they're the SEC tournament champion and they go to the Final Four. Well, what – who you know who's going to be sitting in that crowd at the final four that they're going to show 
They're going to show mm-hmm. Grant Williams. They're going to show Admiral Schofield, and they're going to show Kyle yep. Alexander, probably Jordan Bone. Yeah. They're all going to be there watching that team get yep. to the Final Four and take absolute pride knowing that they were the foundation that started it. So that's the way I look at the way this season's going to end. Uh, yeah, it left a bad taste in my mouth, but you, you have to look to the future because it's very bright. And if you can't see that it's bright, I mean, there's going to be some holes. There's going to be some, you know, changing philosophies of how this team's going to perform. But at the end of the day, Barnes has done a great job of building this team up and Mm -hmm. setting it up for the future. I mean, he did a great job getting this team to the Sweet 16. When you don't have a – I mean, when you have a five in Kyle Alexander that may foul out every game, you have (laughs) Jordan Bone, who is – I still think is one of the top point guards in the country Mm -hmm. when he's consistent. Right. Getting cold. You have Grant, who's going to play balls to the wall all night, but has his limitations because of his height, and he's not yeah. going to get any taller. Right. You have Admirable. Admirable. I'm going to call him Admirable for the rest <laughs> of my life. Admiral. God, words are hard. Um, <laughs> all that sleep you've got. Use, use your words, priest. Use yeah. your words, priest. Use your words. Uh, I'm well-rested, guys. I'm full of words. Right. I've been speaking to well, an don't say excitement for three days. I have an excitement ban. I can't say that word anymore. So, or, anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. If, if I hope those that have listened to this can can kind of those that are standing next to the edge, like this is the end all be all fire, Rick. We won't yeah. curl back, which is a whole other problem. Because um, I know some on the board are still happy that their team is playing in the final four, but. Um, you know, it's, it, this was a fun ride in 2019, 2018 season. And if you can't look back and enjoy it, I mean, yeah, it sucks. They lost, but it is what it is. It's, it's time to move on to some spring football. Well, you know, priest, you also touched on Kentucky and again, talking with some Kentucky fans there in Nashville, um, after we beat them the next morning, I've talked to a few of them there at the motel and, you know, there is a huge distinction between the way these two fan bases follow their basketball teams. The Kentucky fans support Kentucky basketball, which is much, much larger than the players themselves. And that's pretty much the case with programs or, you know, players can come and go, but they come and go with rapidity at Kentucky. And so they, they're cheering for Kentucky basketball, but they're not as connected with the kids on the team. You know, as a Tennessee fan, I hurt for those guys on our team. I felt badly for them. I supported not just Tennessee basketball, but them as individuals and what they've accomplished. That is a tremendous national story. And, you know, really, what more appropriate way for them to have stamped their identity, not just on the university, but on other schools, one fly, we all fly. Man, that was brilliant because that's the way that team went down. That's actually a really good point that you make there, Bleed Orange. Um, and I really, I actually wholeheartedly agree. Um, half the time I don't agree, but I just kind of nod along. But I'm just kidding. No, um, I really <laughs> agree. with me all the time. Yeah, um, I really agree with that because I think that's one of the things that maybe hurt a lot of people on the board because we were on this ride with all the players and you know, like the Kentucky fans or the Duke fans or whatever that are kind of, I mean, maybe to an extent, the Duke guys, you kind of fall in love. You know, like if you're a Duke fan, not you fall in love with the team and the players, but really feel like the Tennessee players, there was just such a great story around them. And, 
you know, some of them are playing piano and some of them like singing and playing guitar and doing all these things. And they're smart and this and that, you know, some of them are from Knoxville, you know, some most, a lot of them are from Tennessee, you know, so they've got that just home feel to them. And, and the fan base really loved the players um, outside of some people on the board that hated White Iverson. I don't know why, because he's a great player. But again, that's a whole nother conversation. So jealousy, pure jealousy. There's a lot of jealousy there because I love like power T. Sorry, I love you, man. But gosh, saying that we were running the offense through Fulkerson in one of the games, I think was just a ridiculous take because um, that couldn't have been, been further from the truth. That's what the offense was giving us at the time. So, or what the defense, excuse me. But no, I think, again, just to kind of reiterate that point, it's a beautiful point because. Uh, this fan base for a number of years now has fallen in love with these players and seen how they've progressed over time. And I was thinking about an analogy here about, you know, squeezing as much, you know, taking a lemon and squeezing as much lemon juice. But, you know, these guys were not lemons. I know there's a bad connotation with that. So let's just take an orange and we had a bunch of oranges and we squeezed as much juice as we could out of these guys. They, they worked as hard as they could to make orange juice and we drank as much orange juice <laughs> as we could, and we they ran out of orange juice. <laughs> they ran out of orange juice. There's no more juice left. So to I'm running out of juice myself. <laughs> I'm wondering where you're going with that. So <laughs> to the from the very beginning, <laughs> to the, it Louise. sounded it sounded good in my head, um, but uh, as it came was- out. Uh, I feel tortured listening to that. <laughs> when you hit the halfway point, did you go, man, uh, this this wasn't good? Yeah. Um, <laughs> as soon as I started talking about uh, drinking the juice, um, it uh, it became. <laughs> but I was, yeah. at, I was at one point where I couldn't turn back, so I just had to keep going with it. But yeah, let's go run a marathon and see where it takes us. Yeah. So this twenty eighteen, <laughs> not so good. Twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen Tennessee fall basketball team will always remember them. Again, they put as much work as they could into into their careers here, and who knows what's going to happen. I do want to ask you guys real quickly on um, if you know Williams and Bone and those guys are going to stay. Do you think everybody leaves, or do you think there's some guys that stick around? Well, personally, uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. I mean, you know, Grant, like Priest was saying, he's the tweener, you know, What's he going to do? Where's he? Gonna, you know, what's his grade going to be? Does he go like Admiral and get some feedback? And you know, Peyton came back for another year. I think it would be similar if Grant decided to come back to Peyton Manning coming back. Bone, I think probably. Again, I don't. You know, he still has the physical tools that he's always had. He's always been fast and that sort of thing. He grew a lot this year. He needs to be more consistent. He had a few head scratcher games, and I know this is not the NBA; it's college. But uh, and they've got a lot of other things going on with academics and all that. But uh, I think that he needs some more consistency, and I, it would probably really help him to be around for another year. So, you know, I'm not automatically saying that they're going to go. I'm not sure how many people are, but uh, that's my take. Yeah, I'll um, I'll be interested to see um, if. If he comes, if Grant comes back, he he may love college so much that he knows he could go to the NBA. The NBA may say to him, "Hey, man, we love you. It, it w- there's still not a spot for you. We would take you. 
at this pick number, but if you went back and played another year, we would still take you at this pick number. Yeah. So I, I, it's going to be interesting to see. I know we don't get to see the grades or, or however he, he would grade out or, or what until he makes a decision. I mean, if we would make the assumption that he's going to get a great, great grade um, if he decides to go or he may just be ready to go. Um, so I think Grant's – no one knows what Grant's going to do. Jordan Bone, I think he should come back. Only reason yeah. is if he, if he could develop a consistent um, shooting percentage, even more so than he did this year, more of an offensive type point guard, he could mm-hmm. he could play his way into at least getting looked at for the league next year. So I, I believe he should come back, but I'm not him and I'm not an NBA scout. So um, take that for what it's worth. So, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see how it works out. Now, how in the heck does someone – compared to Pistol Pete, not go yeah. early in the draft. No, shout out to PTC Ball for his <laughs> Pistol Pete reference. Uh, I will never well. forget that one. Sorry, guys. But um, no, I, just real quickly, and I know I, I think what we're going to do tonight, just kind of wrap this one up a little bit early, do a shorter pod quest, just because I think it's, uh, in the words of some of the other pod questers, um, we'll uh, – We'll put a bow on the end of this basketball season. Oh, yeah. Just like we put a bow on the recruiting class about four or five, six, ten times. But right, a lot of bows. Yeah. yeah. A lot of bows. A lot of bows. So um, I will just say real quickly. Feeling like Christmas. And by the way, son. Yes. <laughs> what's what's in your dining room as we speak? Um, I don't know. Why are you saying there's a Christmas tree in my dining room? Because I took I'm that saying, out today, actually. <laughs> you did. You I'll took it out early. Yeah. It. Please, please tell me you're joking. I'll, I am he, not joking. I don't have a Christmas tree in my dining room, so I don't know what he's talking about. You know, I, I taught him to keep the spirit of Christmas in his heart all year long. And he's just <sighs> stretched some of it out a little longer than I anticipated. <laughs> Well, there's nothing wrong with turning the lights on if you've had a bad day and sitting in the dining room with a little, you know, music on or something and drinking a nice drink. Okay. Now I have two <laughs> trees. I have one tree in the dining room. And I have one tree in the family room. One tree was real. One tree was fake. They're both beautiful. And it's like, gosh, you have the fake tree in there still. You can keep it on every once in a while. It's not like I turned it on every night. Like it just was in there, but I did clean it up and I put it away. So thank you. So try to wow. call me out next time. Can, can you imagine walking through your neighborhood and just looking at <laughs> like your your neighbors walking by and there's still a Christmas tree lit up in your right. foyer in your dining room and you're like, well, that's Georgia Tech's house. Yep. Makes oh, yeah, sense. This is, uh... he, wait, wait. Now he does still have the swag lights on his gutters. I do not have any lights out. What are you talking about? Don't even get it started. Don't because I will destroy you. If you keep up with this fake fake news crap that you've got. But before uh, we, we call it a night, I do want to make an announcement for the PodQuest Bracket Challenge. Um, yes. For those that played, thank you. Um, my bracket sucked. Um, you can, <laughs> well, no one knows my real name, so you don't know how bad my bracket sucked. I could say that I won the damn thing, and it would be perfectly fine. Yep. Um, for those – so I am working on a way to communicate with the winners. Luckily, I can see everyone's email. So if you used a legitimate email address to enter in there, you will receive an, e- an email from me um, if you are the top three. Um, and if you're the last person, you're going to receive an email from me too because I'm going to need your physical address to mail you a new 
um, poster for your man cave um, as no, well. I, I believe that's Volfan in Louisiana. I really believe he's going to finish last. Yes, I know he, he's I saying he's not, but I, based off of the possible points, I'm pretty sure he might. I, I hope I hope so as well. I'm I'm really I don't even care anymore who wins. I was actually in, I was if my if Duke. All right, here. Sorry to interrupt you, but I'm kind of no, you're good. Frustrated about this. If my <laughs> Gonzaga, Duke, and Kentucky had gone the way it was supposed to go, then I would have been in first place on the first ever bracket podcast frenzy thing that we made. But obviously, I was completely wrong. So I think I'm going to get 13th place or 15th or something like that. But I do hope that Volfan in Louisiana won, gets last place because I don't know how you could actually <laughs> go through and pick picks to get last place out of 120 people. I don't know how it happens, but he's getting yeah. There's he, he's really close, and there's I'm not going to say their name. Um, those that have played can look on there and see, but that that person. We should have the person that finishes last on just so they can tell us, like, what were they thinking <laughs> when on? making these picks? <laughs> yes, like, how drunk were you right. when you did this? <laughs> what happened when, yeah, when you were clicking through and did you misclick a couple of times, 10, 15 times? But um, did you not complete your bracket? Like, right. You just had somebody else, you go by the mascots or what? But um, so we had, we have the official prizes yet. I know we kind of fumbled through them last time. Just yeah. Sweet. So, yeah. So, first place gets a fifty dollars gift card. Second place is twenty five dollars gift card. Third place is a ten dollars gift card. Um, they can either Perfect. be regular Visa cards, or if whenever I do email the winners, if they prefer a different type of a gift card other than a Visa gift card, to anywhere, I can we can make that happen. Um, but last place is definitely getting a um, print out of our unfortunately former lady vol coach holly warlick in yeah. her um how does ptc categorize it her um i think i think the um title of that photo is called morning glory oh my god <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that photo bleed orange the uh, morning glory uh, photo i gosh i hope not <laughs> <laughs> well it's the photo yeah. of holly with her She's just disgruntled about, I don't know if disgruntled is the word or disappointed, but she's got her hands over her head. It's one of the ones that gets posted a lot on the board. Yeah, that's the one you keep sending me. (laughs) (laughs) I said it to him like early in the morning and stuff. So it's like the first thing that he sees when he wakes up. He's like, oh, my son texted me and it's Holly's morning glory photo. So that's that's amazing. (laughs) I need to get it on the family group text. Uh, Well, you know, there's, yeah, it can be quite interesting, but it's a, it's a green text because he doesn't have an iPhone. So I'm out. Never mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm out half the time too. So it's, it's very disappointing. (laughs) But uh, so for those that are going to finish in the top, uh, top three, um, we'll know by Sunday, we actually, I don't think anybody has, actually, we may know before then. I think we're just waiting on, I think a couple of people had Michigan State losing in the championship game. Okay. I don't believe anybody had Texas Tech playing in the championship game. I could be wrong. Um, I didn't. I looked through it periodically today. But um, for those that finish in the top three, you will receive an email to me. So please um, keep a lookout for it. Very um, cool. Yeah. And, and you will know it is from me because I have a specific email that's set up for my Priestfall account, so it will come from Priestfall. See, look at that. See, he knows he's not going to get doxxed. 
by yeah, you're not getting email. my real email. Yeah, Those that know. thought that it were. Yeah, we know somebody on on the board that likes to do that. So we've we've yeah, been luckily our- we're friends with him. Yes, so we're we're in the <laughs> safe zone. But uh, let's just go really quickly around the horn. Last kind of, we'll give everybody a couple minutes. I'll start with you, Bleed Orange. Um, kind of. I know you had some sentiments about the team, but just your last kind of send off hurrah, you know, Admiral Schofield did his, you know, 30 second ad in the, in the Knoxville news Sentinel, what would be your kind of add to the team, your thank you to the team, or maybe your most favorite memory from the team this year, or I know what your most favorite thing of the year was the SEC tournament being with me, but you know, what was your most memorable time uh, from this Tennessee Vols season? Well, you know, really, uh, that's really a tough, that's a good question and a tough one to answer, really. And I think maybe I verbalized it best earlier because I just had such a great time following this team. Uh, Was really looking forward coming into the season. I really, I know that we had some lofty rankings and things like that before the season started, but I, I didn't know that, you know, if how many Vol fans felt like Tennessee was going to spend five weeks rated number one in the country. And uh, they, they had some great runs. Obviously, yes, it ended on a disappointing note. Um, but um, just just a, a wonderful season, a wonderful team. And I'm, I'm happy to uh, have been able to carry the Tennessee Orange around here in Georgia, out here at Lake Oconee, and uh, represent the, the Tennessee pride because they gave us a lot to be proud of. Well, that's good. And I, I think you're going to have to change your title to Furman Vol because you wear a lot of purple as well. But yes, I do. <laughs> you did rep the balls a good bit. So good words, good words, Bleed Orange. Priest, what what do you got for the team? We know Rick Barnes obviously listens to this. So thank, Coach, thank you, Coach Barnes, for listening. But um, how would you kind of like to sum up the season for you? Yeah, the, the podcast fully backs coach rick barnes um he knows this um you know for the team i really enjoyed the gonzaga win because i think that was that was kind of the you know i knew the team would be good um i expected them to win maybe lose six seven games i didn't expect them to go on the run that they did so that was fun um probably the one memory i'll take away from this basketball season was probably them beating kentucky in the sec tournament um that was a fun game to watch um, from yep. just from a from a fan standpoint, because it, it's kind of like beating Alabama in football. It just feels like it's more when you beat Kentucky in basketball, just because they are Kentucky. As much as we we hate to say that they're they are, but they're a blue blood program. Um, so it feels really good when you can kind of just take part of their soul away from them. So you know that was that's a memorable part of uh, of the year. Um, you know, going away to. To, to hear, you know, kind of what, uh, you know, some of the interviews they had Coach Barnes and mic'd up in the locker room and, you know, ha- having Admiral's letter or letter written. Um, yeah, I, you know, I guess a thank you to this team is probably appropriate. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. to Thank you to, you know, the dedication for, for the, you know, for Admiral to stay, you know, his complete um to complete out his um, eligibility. Same with Kyle Alexander. Um, even the walk-ons. I don't know your name. Sorry. I think one of them's Woodson, maybe. <laughs> um, 
the three white kids from the bench that look like me coming out there to play <laughs> just with longer hair. Right. Um, you know, ha- hats off to them. Thank you. You know, from Vol Nation, there, there's a small minority that makes a, a whole whole lot of noise that you probably don't have to listen to. Um, and I think Admiral's probably liking their tweets as we speak, which is kind of funny to watch if you ever if you ever on Twitter. Um, Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know, thank you to those kids that they gave their all. And if you couldn't tell that they did, I mean, go back and watch senior night with Admiral, you know, in tears. You you don't see that a lot, you, you know, with the one and dones or even some seniors that just play. You know, you could tell that he gave his all for Tennessee. And I think that's that's all I can say is just to give them those kids a big thank you. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll, I'll give my two cents here real quick. I, I think really this season for me was when I look back at it from, from start to finish, it's about expectations and um, you know, where do our expectations lie, you know, with our football team, with the basketball team, with the university, with all the different programs, even the, excuse me, women's program. And uh, it was interesting for me because I know we came in as a top 10 or top five, even, I don't know where we started preseason. I think top five, but um, I still didn't have, I was just wanted to enjoy the ride. This was kind of a cul- the culmination of a lot of work that these guys put in. I think I think their first three seasons, some of them two seasons, um, there's a lot of hard work put in, and this was going to be a really fun season. I think everybody kind of expected it to be a really fun season. I didn't expect it to be a season where they were ranked number one for five weeks in a row or uh, went went. Um, down wherever it is Atlantis or whatever it was Hawaii or wherever and, and played those games that they played and and beat a number one Gonzaga team and and play a very very good Kansas team when they had all their players and kind of got screwed over I remember sitting at my dad's place watching that game and gosh it was it was a tough game but they they in my opinion should have won it but you know really played some good teams early had some close gains have some had some good wins had some really awesome momentum you know, hit that uh, that big streak of almost 20 games in a row where all the games were just easy. You just kind of feel like you're laughing through all of them. And it, it was like we just started expecting to win this next one. I remember as we go through this, the pod quest, it was we would look at five games in a row. Well, do you think we're going to win these next five? And it was like, well, you know, if we can get over this one, maybe. the And we just kept winning them and kept winning them and kept winning them. And that was really cool because my expectation was not – that we have to win them all or else I'm not going to be happy. I didn't expect 30 wins. I didn't expect anything. And, you know, that's not really putting myself out there with any hot takes of, hey, this team's going to go here or there. But, you know, I had them in the final four of my bracket. And, you know, Priest and I had talked about, I think that they're, they were kind of an elite eight type team talent-wise. But that was really nice. It was very refreshing from an expectation standpoint to be – they gave us so much more than I expected this year. Um, so I want to thank the, the players again for putting in all that they put in. I'm sure that they expected more out of the season, um, but they're going to cherish all these memories that they had. Again, from the Gonzaga win that was all over Sports Center. you know, those big threes from Admiral, the Admiral dunk, um, you know, in the Mississippi State game when you dunked on that guy and the guy, you know, crapped himself, you know, on the, on the sideline and to the, to beating Kentucky in such a meaningful game, the Kentucky fans will never say it's meaningful, but it was uh, in the SEC tournament. That was the final four game to me, even though we didn't make it there, that felt like one to me Um, to even simple things like 
all the little props that they got on ESPN, the the video features and doing the slam dunk thing, fly together and all that. So just really a really fun season. I don't know what the future is going to be in store, at, you know, with bas- Tennessee basketball moving forward. But gosh, this was a special group, <clears throat> a special group of players. And, um, you know, again, like you said, Priest and Bleed Orange, they, they gave their all. So uh, thank you to the team. And let's see how they – who comes back for next year. So – um, with that said, anything else, gentlemen, before we wrap things up and we'll get back into football next week? Nope, that's, that's probably that's about it. Got. Cool. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We're going to cut this one a little short today. Uh, but again, be back next week. We will have the winners of uh, the PodQuest bracket challenge that is not pinned for some reason still, even though the other one is. We got unpinned and I still have – problems with that and we're also going to do the florida florida man game have you guys heard of that before oh yeah where you type in your birthday florida man and your birthday yep oh yeah so we're gonna do the florida man game next week and then we're gonna talk about uh tennessee football here as we get ramped up and revved up for football season and who the heck knows when you talk about expectations who the heck knows what's gonna happen this year i don't freaking (laughs) know i have no idea a terrible season for for the podcast. <laughs> <Who freaking knows? laughs> My uh, confessions yeah. corner could go quite long in oh, the fall. Gosh. We might just change this thing to confessions corner. I don't know. But um, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. We've had such a fun time covering the team. I say covering, right? Like we're journalists or something. But, you know, doing what we've been doing for, you know, this past amount of time, especially during the basketball season, we've had such a fun time doing it. So, um, again, thank you everybody for listening. Have a wonderful week. If you're on spring break, stay safe. Don't send your kids to Mexico or any of these other places. <laughs> and if, if you're Kenneth, like Kenneth George, just make sure you outrun the cops. Yes. And outrun the cops, please. If you're an athlete, come on, that's terrible. So anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening and have a good night. Mm-hmm.